0: Oh, dude, before we get started, I got something for you. Okay. I got a real fucking humdinger. All right, what's your humdinger? So people lately have been telling me that I'm a hipster.
1: Yeah, um, I can see where people would perceive that because you don't like a lot of things that are conventionally liked by lots of people. Well, I'll have you know, Brandon. Yeah. (laughs) Stuart. Stevenson. Stevenson, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I went to two events this weekend that proved to me that I might be the least hipsterest individual <laughs> I've ever met in my entire motherfucking life. Okay. <laughs> I went to the, uh, the Flea-Off Market. The Flea-Off Market? I mean, that's <laughs>
1: it's over in Butchertown okay. yesterday. it's yeah. kind of like an outdoor
0: sort of craft fair sort of thing. Okay,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That? So is that, but I mean, hip... Don't hipsters go there to buy clothes? I, I thought. No, it's... Like old people clothing? It's... Fu- <laughs> All right. Yeah. So there was this guy yeah. with a greased
0: up handlebar mustache. Okay. That was selling pieces of driftwood where he had cut like a fucking slit in it for you to be able to like put your iPhone on it. And he's like, well, it's, it's a universal charging dock for any kind of phone. And what he means by universal charging dock is that there's a fucking hole in it. (laughs) So you can run your fucking charge cable through it. That's not universal. That's That's a hole. (laughs)
1: He's got that marketing slang down.
0: It's like going to some kind of creepy trucker bathroom, sticking your hole in the wall and saying, like, well, it goes
1: there. Well, you know. It's yeah. universal. It's, <laughs> it's universal. It's not just for creeps. It's for everyone. It's, <laughs> it's for the whole family. It's for everybody. But, it's one size fits all.
0: Yeah, I, dude, I I never felt fucking more well-adjusted in my entire life. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, just a little, little inside baseball for those of you who maybe don't. Know us that well or where we live. Uh-huh. We live in Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, which is like the craft beer and
1: douchebag capital of the world. It's it's pretty up there. It's like it's like next to Portland. Yeah, por- yeah, yeah, we're
0: right. like the east
1: <laughs> side of the country equivalent of that of, of Portland, Oregon. Yes, of Portlandia. Holy is, shit! It's it, it's pretty full up. the The highlands are. Uh,
0: Oh, and I saw something really nice. I saw this person had like these uh, clay uh, coasters Right. that she had uh, had like prints done on. I assume it's you know it's like pictures of like local things in town, local landmark signs, things like that. Sure, it's cool. And right. they were you know it sort of looked Instagrammed out, where it's like they're all filtered and everything. And I thought they looked really cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, and I was like, maybe I'll buy two or three of these for my house because right. I don't have any coasters. Sure, you know I'm barely an adult. <laughs> and,
1: uh, I was like, well, how much are these? And she's like, they're 27 a piece, $27 a piece for coasters. Yep. All right then. Uh, I'm sh- needless to say, I bought five. <laughs> 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 We're
0: You're walking away hard. and my brother's like, uh, you just, you just wanted to look at those cause she was pretty, right? I was like. Yeah, I mean, I also (laughs) thought they were kind of cool And he's he's like She wasn't $27 a piece pretty I was like, no No, (laughs) Not at all Uh, But yeah, that's how I spent my weekend You should not need to remind each and every citizen of Rapture That free enterprise is the foundation Upon which our society has been established Too. It's always done for death, pain, and misery. Our men are
1: running from the battlefield. I'm for this place!
0: expo. That's pretty alright. Dude, they had like a, at the fairgrounds, they had like a whole hill built and they were doing rock
1: climbing and Ah. shit. It was fucking dope. Man, get some hillbilly up in this stupid town. Fuck yeah, it was awesome. Fuck yeah. You know what I like? Yeah? Redneck shit.
0: (laughs) But the problem is, I skirt a fine line where I don't really like hanging out with rednecks. (laughs) So it's hard to find a good supply of people that will get down with some redneck shit.
1: Sure, Um. But yeah,
0: it was like the, it was super cool. Like they had tons of vendors and um, dude, you know what the hottest new trend is in off roading? What's that? LED light bars? Oh yeah. You know, remember how people used to have the bars on top of their truck with the big incandescent lights? Sure, sure these things will blind you. <laughs> I, I shit you not, I turned one of them, they had them all set up on the side of this like semi-truck. Right. It's a big fold-out display kind of thing. Right. It's like hit these switches, you know, as yeah. if it were a 64 Impala. Nice. You know, hit the 16 switches and yeah. it'll turn lights on. Sure. I hit one that was in direct eye line with me. Yeah. And I saw a white bar across my (laughs) eyes for the next 30 minutes. I shit you not. It's just totally burned that into your retina. Well, and the problem (laughs) is like, I think they're dope as hell, but the problem with it is, all right, so say you're out there four wheeling at night with your friends and, you know, you get stuck on a log or something You have to peek out of the truck to look down To see exactly what you're caught on Right You accidentally catch a view of your buddies <laughs> at nighttime. You're fucking blind Yeah, so you're great. done We're stopping for 45
1: minutes Because dickbag over here <laughs> had his fucking lights on Had his lights on and blinded me It was spelling out bloodborne And that's burned into my retina. now Right. <laughs> that's all I see <laughs> That's all I see so My eyes were a plasma television <laughs> Like, son of a bitch God <laughs> damn Ah <sighs> All right, okay. so that's what I did this weekend. What did you do this weekend? Uh, what I did this weekend, I did, uh, I actually worked a little bit this weekend, which is always fun. Started a new job, which is nice. Uh, How's that going? Center, Centers? Going good. Going good. Uh, but yeah, so, started they, a new job, all that Not jazz. fired and not in what, a fist fight with anybody at your work yet. Nope, not yet. So <laughs> I always consider that a good first I, week. I, is I, that like... I, it's a pretty... Yeah.
0: I don't think I'm going to hit
1: this guy. <laughs> that's, it, when, when you go through a whole day of, of work without wanting to punch somebody... I think it's a pretty good day of work. I'm not a very violent person, but like my urge to punch is it's, it's there. Yeah, it's there, and seething <laughs> at, at the tip it's of of, <laughs> of always wanting to be launched. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's my reaction. To everything. <laughs> also did some editing, so a lot of editing for our stuff. So yeah, I got a lot of. A lot of stuff uh, is the Persona series starting this week, or is it just Mirror's Edge starting? No, this week? Persona is also starting this week. Interesting. Uh, Lag will be starting on Thursday this week. Uh, we'll be having hips. Uh, Starting on Wednesday with Mirror's Edge Thursday will be Lag And Friday will be Hips Metal Gear returning So Cool Booyah So yeah um, We need to record more Metal Gear (laughs) Are we running out? Well we got about six episodes And that's it Okay
0: So uh, next weekend we should probably record some Metal Gear Because the end of this month looks bad for me Yeah yeah. Um, I've got like family coming in town The week of the 20th And then the week of the 26th I'm going to a horror
1: movie camp out?
0: Really, that sounds with, rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Michael's uh, wife. So I'll sounds be. fantastic. I'll be camping in a tent with a sixty-ish year old woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I live a weird life, it's man. Weird, I it's... couldn't be more fucking stoked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do. You do wear, have a weird life. I'm gonna vine
0: You're... the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Every
1: time anything scary happens, I'm going to vine, 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 vine this, vine this whole thing. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm so excited though. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, I also watched a uh, a movie uh, this week, which was pretty okay. Um, it was the Atari movie. What the heck was it called? Finding Atari, something like that. Um, I'll have to look that up real quick. Uh, Atari. It's movie. not the one about the dump, right? It's the one about the dump. Yes. And, okay. Yeah. I, isn't that like Finding E.T. or something? No. Yeah, something. No, I can't uh,
0: use E.T. in the title.
1: Yeah, Atari Game Over. That's what it is. Yeah, there you go. Signal to Noise, Atari Game Over. Yep. Um, it's a documentary about uh, them documenting that whole dig up they had. I didn't like and, that. Yeah, it wasn't well done. About the only thing that came out of it was, what's the guy who made E.T.? Uh, can't think of his name. Uh, asshole stevenson. Uh. Well no, it's like he's like the only guy that came out that was like kind of like he's interesting cuz like, you know, it, it, yeah, but I also feel like a lot of that was just like his Cry for appreciation that like uh, well no because because it was it was a guy seeking him out because he just he was a psychiatrist somewhere by this point psychologist I mean he was a psychologist he'd moved on from game programming anyway so yeah, yeah I don't know it
0: well and the one thing that I think you know does need to be said I don't think it was awful I enjoyed my time with it well enough yeah um but you know that was funded as part of the Microsoft xbox you know movie initiative that they had started right which is now over right um they were working on a series of projects you know like the the halo uh forward under dawn and mm. uh you know yeah. nightfall and all these other projects and this was one of those this was their nonfiction right. uh Document. venture into that uh you know one of the things that it couldn't have happened any other way. Yeah. Um, but I totally uh, knew everything that they had already dug up months and months and months before I ever saw it. It's true, because they, they couldn't really hide it once that news broke. <laughs> no, because they invited public.
1: Yeah. And I
0: think the best thing that they could have done was not invite public, especially, yeah. like, with all the dust and everything that they had right, there. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, how many people gonna are, be. like, going
1: to wake up with ass cancer or something? Mm-hmm. from that? One thing I really thought was interesting was the fact that... Um, There was a lot of, uh, like... People seemed kind of pissed off at the guy that was doing it. Like, whenever he'd, like, go and approach, like, the guy who was excavating the dig or the construction workers, they would just look at him like he's a fucking idiot. Like, it's like... like, like, stop asking me stupid questions, man. I, I don't want to, you know... Well, like, no. <laughs> all you know is
0: how many times that they showed that, what you yeah. what we didn't see, because that dig did take considerably longer than they thought it was going to. Right. Uh, what you probably didn't see were the
1: documentarians saying, like, go oh, get an update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get an update. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he... That guy was like sort of a—he wasn't a, an amateur documentary maker, but he wasn't, you know, yeah. he, he he had done one before with the aid of that one really top uh, documentary yeah. guy, that the guy who talks like this all the time—I forget his name—but uh, he, um, he he'd done one like Apprentice under him, but this was his first like venture out, and it was a, it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. It just. Um, yeah, I, I don't
0: <laughs> think that saying that the dude who made this made another documentary would make me go out and watch that documentary. Yeah, exactly. As little do you know, some people know, Like, yeah. well, a lot of the reasons that I don't watch a lot of movies is that most of the things that I do watch are usually documentaries. Right, yes. I, I watch a ton of sports documentaries. I, I've been doing that too. But <laughs> I also, I'll watch a documentary on fucking anything. I watched a documentary on Small Houses last yeah. week. Uh, yeah. See, you
1: did. You did watch the Small Houses documentary. You did watch that. Um, and, and I don't know, I just find
0: man. shit fascinating. You know what? Rather than somebody fucking lying to me, granted, all documentaries are painted in a certain the, way. They be painted, yeah. I, I do enjoy yeah. something that's closer to factual right. when given the opportunity, but unless it, it's going to be just great fiction. Right,
1: right. It, and so
0: much of my fiction comes from video games. Out of the small amount of free time that I actually sure, do have, sure. so much of my fiction intake is tied to the video game medium, which, granted, yeah doesn't usually do a very good job at it right most video game stories yeah 99.9 percent of video game stories real bad
1: yeah yeah it just well the funny thing howard scott warshaw that's his name uh the guy who invented et also did uh i forgot the name yar's revenge yeah Uh, so it's just kind of that that interesting like one of the best video games of all time versus one of the claimed worst video games of all time um you know, Yarn's Revenge, you played that recently? Yeah. I mean, it's a fucking
0: existential video game. It's a very game.
1: existential video game. It's, it's like, it's all right, bizarre. so now I'm going to
0: shoot these bugs and smash the Coateel. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: what the fuck? Oh, it's, it's crazy. Like, it had storylines and everything involved with it. Um, But, yeah, it, it was interesting because the thing that made it interesting was the story of, of, of Warshaw and, like, where he is now and what he did afterwards. I thought that was the most interesting part because... Here's the problem with it. Most of the Atari stuff that they mentioned, like, oh, this is why it went bankrupt, this is what happened to it, that was already, I already knew that stuff. Yep, because they've done a hundred documentaries, documentaries on already. On tech TV before it was G4, they had that great documentary series. They went on with, like, with Lord British for the Ultima series, and they did one on Atari, and every single bit of that was already related in that in that format. God, um, what the hell is
0: the name of the guy that <laughs> founded Atari? Um, who went on to found Chuck-, Chuck E.
1: Cheese. Who went on to found Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. Um, it was sold to Jack What's-His-Name. I yeah. forgot the guy who founded it. Though.
0: Well, whatever. Like yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about when anybody talks about the downfall of Atari, yeah. there's always that one photo of him in a jacuzzi with a cigar. <laughs> yes. I, I it's love... There. It's It's kind of like that picture of Dr. Dre with a jury curl. Yeah. From the mid-'80s. ha, <laughs> ha. That's that true. people pull out, like whenever somebody talks about how uncool Dr. Dre is, they find that
1: picture. Whenever somebody talks about the assholes that ruined Atari, they find that picture. <laughs> they find that guy. <laughs> That's pretty okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm alright with that. Um, but yeah. Anything uh, else to say about it? I mean like... One yeah. to five rating. Uh, a... I mean, I, from gorilla suit to pizza jacket, two, where do you two, rent, a, two and a half <laughs> gorilla suit to pizza jacket? Uh, I give it a two and a half. It's like it's like it barely skirts the line of like eh. acceptable so, entertainment. Acceptable entertainment. Go ahead and check it out. It's uh, yeah, it's a little bit below what I normally would watch, but yeah,
0: I wouldn't go out of your way to watch it. I yeah. mean, like the one thing that it, it definitely ties into the fact that this was made for like Xbox people who tend to skew a lot younger is that. As we said earlier, so much of the information is so well-tread. Right. And it's a training wheels approach to learning about Atari. Right. It's like, before we can tell you what happened to Atari, we need to tell you what an
1: Atari is. <laughs> uh, fuck me. <laughs> uh, that was thankfully mi- like very minor. It they, was. They, they briefed it pretty quick. But then. whenever somebody takes that kind of deep breath, I'm sure. like,
0: fuck <laughs>
1: off. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be watching this if I didn't know what this was, yeah. man. Who gives a shit? I gotcha. But uh, what you been playing this week, Hoss, before we get into the news? yeah, I played a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I, I played a lot
0: of things this a week.
1: Things, a lot of um, things.
0: Um, Um Massive Chalice. Okay. Uh, the new game from the folks who made Iron Brigade, Okay. Uh, which is uh, apparently a YouTube phenomenon for us. <laughs> I don't know. One yeah. of our most watched videos. Thanks for uh, watching that thing. I really appreciate it, dudes. Yeah, um, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> we had a fairly decent time making it, even if we had to make it twice. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so the new game from uh, Double Fine, right. uh, cool. Iron Brigade, uh, came out this week, and it's free no. for Xbox. You said Iron Brigade. Oh, sorry. Massive Chalice. <laughs> Massive Chalice came out this week uh, <laughs> from the folks who brought you Iron, Iron Brigade. Brigade. Uh, is funny. available this week, and uh, it's uh, it's free for Xbox Live Gold members. Awesome. Um, Massive Chalice is a it's a pretty drastic departure from their previous work. It
1: is not a tower defense game. It is not a third person shooter. Okay. It is not a action game. Do, do they have like a, a template? Really, they always seem to want to tackle something new. It feels like. Well, yeah, but yeah. given that this was a very specific team that did that... Oh, gotcha.
0: Um, and this is their first project since that... Okay. Um, uh, it's it's a very drastic departure. But yeah, right. Double Fine is a company. It's like, now we've got stacking. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and... <laughs> What? It's about Russian stacking dolls? Sure,
1: why not? Stacking, did you ever play that? No, never It's fucking did. incredible. <laughs> is, is, I shit you not. Is anything Double Fine does not fantastic. I didn't really like Brutal Legend very much. Okay, yeah, that was kind of like, Nyeh. I The first two hours of
0: that, I was like, woo, I'm in! And then it became a real-time strategy game, we went, woo, out! <laughs> what the hell happened? So I was like, oh, no! I'd already heard that that was going to happen, so I wasn't exactly shocked that I didn't just remain madly in love or right. anything. Sure. Uh, but I was a little bit sad because like, I love the characters in that game so much but uh, I completely digress. But that's the one game from Double Fine that hasn't ah. really tickled me the right way. Right. Um, I just bought Costume Quest 2. I haven't played it yet. but yeah. It's on sale for like $6 this week on the Xbox. Okay. It's only 15 Yeah. That's a pretty good sale. That's pretty alright. Um, so if you're you know, if you played the first one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: consider that. Uh, if you haven't played the first one and don't really like Japanese RPG-style fighting systems okay, wrapped yeah. around a game about kids trick-or-treating, yeah, maybe don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, Massive Chalice uh, is out. Cool. Um, it is a, uh, for lack of a better phrase, it's an isometric turn-based tactical strategy game. Interesting. Have you ever played like XCOM
1: Enemy Unknown or Fire okay. Emblem? Yes, or Fire Emblem. Okay, uh, for Tactics Sh- Ogre, Sh- shining force, Ogre Battle. Yes. Yeah, yes, I have played those. Games. It is
0: so one good. of those. Okay, gotcha. This game I like is those games. this game is way fucking deeper than that. Though. Really interesting. Uh, you know, and the one thing I'll call out: props to them. They have there's like a hundred houses in that game. You choose a house, okay, um, and that's your kingdom. Okay, um, and I chose the house of Tazwell. Tazwell, it's Tazwell. <laughs> that's a Ryan Davis tribute. A Ryan Davis tribute. Yeah, okay. from Giant Bomb. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Is like it? that's two, cool. Two of the matriarchs in that family are uh, Ryan Davis. <laughs> And Anna Davis, okay. uh, which was his wife. And he's so, he's the one that
1: passed away from... He did. Apnea, he did. That's yeah, right. Sleep
0: apnea a few years ago. So, That's right. Very tasteful tribute. But nice. the weird thing was, what's my the, Ryan Davis didn't come around until the second generation, so Anna Davis gave birth to Ryan Davis. Okay.
1: Which yeah. I thought was kind of weird. What, what's the what's the reference there? Tazwell. That was his uh, Twitter handle. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, cool. so That's yeah. pretty cool.
0: The House of Tazwell.
1: House of Tazwell. That's pretty um, cool. It's
0: time. It's Taras.
1: Well. Um,
0: <laughs> well. Well. Um, but yeah, so Massive Chalice, uh, I, you choose a house. Cool. And it's, think of it like Settlers of Catan. Right. If you're familiar with that, or Carcassonne. Carcassonne, Where yeah, the mm-hmm. entire world map is chopped up into territories. Right. And you put down, there's the Chalice Area... Mm -hmm. which is where the Massive Chalice is. Right. You are tutorialized by the Massive Chalice, which is a male voice and a female voice, and I think the female voice is Cortana. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Fairly certain it's that lady. Fairly certain that's that Um, that lady. (laughs) I've only played like an hour of this, and she doesn't talk an absolute ton, but every time she does, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's fucking Cortana. That's Cortana, right? Um, (laughs) But this is like in partnership with Microsoft, so maybe they're like, we can get you Cortana. We can get you Cortana (laughs) if you need that. You want a blue lady? You got to say no to Cortana? There it's really go. cool. Like when you go to the chalice area, and it's you know it's telling you something. Uh, when the male part of the chalice is talking, it's out of the left side, yeah. and it, a light shoots out or on the left side of the chalice. And right. then when the right side talks, a light shoots out her on the right side. <laughs> um, so it's pretty cool. Right. Uh, the game is super fucking deep. Yeah, it's almost like Sid Meier's Civilization Revolution in the sense oh, wow. that you place. Like, you know, a barracks or, you know, a stronghold or, you know, all these other different kinds of structures on one of the pieces of the world map. And you, in between turns, hold the right trigger to make time pass. Okay. While time passes, your matriarch and patriarch of your family... Will have children. They'll have offspring. That's oh. how you replenish your forces.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: And they are naturally imbued with skills. Oh. Because of the joining that they have. Interesting. And they're uh, and everybody in the game that is on your side is what they call chalice attuned. Right. Someone that can hear what the chalice says to them. Okay. Um, and you'll have to deal with like civic unrest and riots and, Hmm. uh, you'll pass time and do things and send warriors off to, uh, you know, maybe ease off riots, things like that. And all of this is in the, the scale of, you know, passing time because the enemies aren't constantly attacking you. Right. You'll have an invading force. Interesting. And you'll get a choice between two of these. It's like, Hmm. who am I going to defend this one or this one? Okay. This one will get me this bonus, this one will get me this bonus. Okay, yeah. Or this will have a negative effect, and this will have this other negative effect. Hmm,
1: okay.
0: And it's, it's in remarkably fucking deep. Interesting. It's very cool, and you're researching upgrades, and you pass time to do that. Like, researching, like, specific upgrades for, like, your alchemists and things like that. Right. Um. It takes a longer period of time than, say, building, you know, a castle. Right. Um, and there are other things that you can build that take short periods of time that actually speed up the build times for everything else. Yeah. And it's it's very deep. Interesting. It's thing. remarkably deep. Huh. Uh, I love this game. All right. Uh, and good. it's also like Fire Emblem in the sense that when your dudes are dead, they're fucking dead. They're gone, period. They're gone. They come back. Uh, nice. But you're constantly throughout your other exploits and the kingdoms that you're building, the matriarch and patriarch that you put in... Uh, in in uh, power there, you're getting more offspring. Nice. And those sure. offspring are better than the other offspring that you'll get, because you can also go out and basically evangelize to people, right. find out who's child's attuned, and get them to come work uh, with you. But okay. those usually come in with lower skill levels, no specials, sure. that kind of thing. But, you know, what you really want are to have the most buildings possible for people to be fucking. Right. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, you exactly. want those kids. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: but I... and. If, I love this game. That's awesome. Um, it's that sounds pretty great. That actually, sounds awesome. Is it what's available for uh, Xbox One and PC? Xbox One, and PC. All right, so it's on Steam and all that jazz. So. Yes, awesome. uh,
0: this game it was part of a Kickstarter, okay. um, and then last year at cool. E3, Microsoft announced that they were they had the console exclusive right. So it may come out on PlayStation eventually. Sure, um, but at least for this uh, for this window. Uh, it's gonna be uh, exclusive on the Xbox and uh, if you've got a way to play it it's not graphically intensive right um, it looks great the 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 only thing I can really compare to like the graphical style too is it has the like soft curvature of its design that like you get out of a Diablo okay gotcha. um, if you've seen Diablo 3 to a good extent it's got that kind of colorful um, it's also got fog of war as well mm. so like you don't know what's out there right. there's a certain amount of the time that you're kind of exploring and poking around the map but you don't want to just go steamroll headlong in yeah um, it's very very good every enemy has a very specific way that you should attack them Um, or, you know, you've got special abilities to keep people away from you because there's a lot of enemies that will explode when they die. Right. Uh, that hurt. Yeah. Um, and you don't have very many hit points at the beginning. I mean, most of your guys have between 10 to 25 hit points. Right. And one
1: attack can be 10. Right. So you have to, yeah. So you have to like set up your barriers and whatnot make sure like Well, you're not setting up barriers in this. Well, yeah, well, keeping them away. Yeah, yeah, you're setting up, like, you're leading
0: with, you know, uh, you know, with your melee guys and letting your, uh... Your archers kind of hang back a little bit mm-hmm. uh, you 've got two options like a lot of this is regular tactical kind of stuff, but you 've got the option of moving the farthest you can possibly move, and that's your whole turn right or move half that distance and then still be able to attack okay gotcha. um, so you'll kind of find yourself especially with like alchemists you don't want them to rush into uh, that because a lot of their stuff is ranged, yeah, so yeah. you'll have them like move just a little bit up just so that they can get within range for their uh, uh for their attack it's very fucking cool man I uh I I I'll probably write something up about this because I'm awesome. I have a lot to say. Fabulous. Um but yeah, so that's kind of what I've been playing on the Xbox. Uh what else have I been
1: playing? Uh HoHokum. HoHokum, yes. I don't have really anything to say about this game. <laughs> You know what? We'll record a video about this game instead, and then we'll... And it'll be 30 minutes of, like, silence! Because I don't know what to say, I'll, but I know I love it! I'll coax some things out of you. So. I, I know I love it! Yeah, yeah, it looks interesting. If, have you played, like... <laughs> Is there anything that's like this? It doesn't look like anything I've ever really seen. It's like
0: Loco Roco without the game in it? <laughs> like... I think there's a point to it. Yeah. And I played it for like 45 minutes and I knew I was fascinated. Yeah.
1: But. But I don't know. Are you are you not sure if it was good or if
0: it. Works? I know I like what's there. I just don't know how much of a game it is. Yeah. And you don't know why. I see it. yeah, it's, yeah. It's real fucking weird, man. <laughs> um, That's awesome. <laughs> so I uh, love that. Um, Did I talk about Race the Sun last week? Uh, You did talk about Race the Sun, yes. So I played some Race the Sun again. Yeah. Uh, I also, uh, my brother hadn't played a game in like eight years. Yeah. Um, And I let him play, I just sat him down with Race the Sun and said, go. Go. And like two hours later, (laughs) he was like, that's a pretty all right game. That's a pretty
1: okay
0: game. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Race the Sun. Weirdly
1: deep Yeah, uh, for yeah. a game that doesn't have any controls. Yeah, you just race the sun.
0: Yep. Uh, so I played a bit of that, and um, today I played a whole bunch of the game that uh, we're going to be talking about. That's true. That's oh, true. and I also what? played one other thing. Yeah. I'm almost finished with Odst. Okay, yeah. Halo 3 ODST. Okay, yeah. Odst. Uh, almost. finished. Oddest, i You're the oddest. You're the odd. Halo Three, you're the oddest. <laughs> you're the oddest. Um, but yeah, I've I've almost finished that.
1: Nice. That's still one of the best Halo campaigns. There you go. Very cool. Uh, but yes, you also played a little bit of uh, what we're about to talk to. But before we get to that, one thing happened in the news this week that anybody was talking about, and we're just going to talk about that for as briefly as we probably possibly can. What else do you say about it? Fallout Four trailer. Uh, what'd you think of it? Um. I think I've been
0: uh, you know I've been one of the most uh calm yes and contained people when it comes to fallout news mm-hmm. um I'll listen to what they have to say when they wanna say it to me, yeah um, I have a very long history with that. I have played every game in the entire series, including fallout tactics yeah. i I'm very excited, yeah, uh what they showed me uh is what I want, right. It's maybe not graphically mind blowing. Yeah. That smooth butt on that dude was weird. Yeah. Very uh, smooth butt. Some of the. And, and a lot of this has just got, got to be taken with how big the game is and all that other shit. Sure. But, like, you know, a lot of the character animation still looks robotic.
1: Right yeah um, the dog sort of looked a bit robotic, yeah as well. the
0: dog yeah. had a little bit of that, especially when it turned around after it crawled, uh, got down from the crib. you see that ice skating effect, yeah, yeah, where somebody's body just Which, sort of turns, yeah but and I'm not complaining, sure, but sure, it just I kind of thought after
1: a four year absence, yeah <laughs> and a a, a significant upgrade in in power and graphical intake, and who knows? You, you, know.
0: Uh, you know, maybe you know, maybe they're kind of softballing us,
1: yeah. And uh, which is probably better than showing us crap that's not going to be on launch. So <laughs> yeah, it's uh, which is irritating. Um, but I mean, like you know, one of the things that uh, you know, if you, if
0: you really want to see reveals, like, the reveal for Fallout 3 was only a moment. Right. Um, but when they zoom out of that radio through that destroyed bus out, Mm -hmm. you see the destroyed Washington, D.C., and there's just a Brotherhood of Steel guy standing there. At the time, Yeah. I was blown away. This was very impressive. Right. Um, and they gave you much more to it. they did. Um, you know, it's, and I almost feel like we would have been short shrifted had they not yeah. Given how long they chose to wait to unveil this game that everybody knew existed, um, <laughs> I mean, we've the, known the it worst
1: was in, kept secret in
0: <laughs> for two years. We've known it was in Boston, right? Yeah, and yeah. they refused to even acknowledge that it existed, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, stop it. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a feeling that it's probably not just Boston. I say they may there's a possibility they may roll in like Philly or something, right? Um, I think that's probably why they didn't want to say Boston because it's probably you know, that whole area yeah. in there. Yeah. Um,
1: I would think. A whole uh, New England y type uh, yeah. run.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, they've done. Uh, you know, multiple cities before, but they've not done multiple major cities. But, you know, when you get in that part of the East Coast, somebody, so many of the cities are so fucking close to one another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah. Or you can even do separate zones. I mean, even games like, you know, The Witcher 3 that are technically open world or Dragon Age Inquisition, they have zones. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a problem. It, yeah. it doesn't really bother me. People are it's not a true open world. Dude, whatever. Like... <laughs> gives a shit
1: so right yeah like did you
0: really want that much more empty wilderness really? yeah right, yeah it's it's like cause empty. it worked in Assassin's Creed 3 so well <laughs> <laughs> like, lots of sailing yeah, yeah. You no know, we're just fucking walking <laughs> like oh great yeah I'm fucking Toby or whatever that fucking Native American's name was <laughs> no idea
1: <laughs> um your name is Toby that <laughs> yeah, was probably super racist <laughs> yeah well you know his <laughs> <laughs> <It was> roots <laughs> yeah that's right.
0: Uh, um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm pumped. I mean, I, I'm a fi- yeah. I've officially gone from, like, calm to pumped. Right, yeah. Because um, something's been shown. <laughs> something's yeah, been acknowledged. I, yeah. You know, I don't believe rumors until they're real. Right. It's true. I, I just don't. I, I don't yeah. believe in investing any of my personal energy on something that I'm going to have to unlearn. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point, yeah, I, like, you know if- I just don't care, yeah, <laughs> it's like most games like until they're out, I really don't care. It's like the Witcher Three, I was pretty excited for that to come out, and but I kept all my expectations in check, and yeah, the game's got some issues, it's got some bugs. I mean, they gotta patch it. Right. There's all those XP errors and all that other shit that's going on right now. But yeah, I walked into it with, you know, low expectations and still got what I wanted. So right. what does it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, if you keep your expectations low, you're never gonna be that disappointed. It's true. Because it's true. you don't really have expectations to be let down from. Yeah. You know, like the two series that can let me down at this point consistently. Because my my anticipation's always so high as Halo and Forza and they
1: typically don't. Yeah. Um other yeah. than Master Chief Collection. Other than that, Master Chief Collection, which was <laughs> broke. <laughs> it's fixed now. <laughs> it's fixed now. Fixed ish. Which I'm sure it's yeah, I'm sure that's a that's a big consolation at least. Yeah, you know, I've yeah, actually been playing a lot of Halo multiplayer lately. There you go. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what? That Halo. I do like where you can <laughs> switch between the old graphics and the new. It's pretty nice. Well and Just, uh, uh, especially oh, wait, building playlists, like if you got a couple of buddies
0: that you want to play with you know we've got a halo 1 map with yeah. halo 1 rules yeah halo 1 graphics nice and then a halo 4 map nice and then you know a halo 3 map there and then know. it's it's and you're just cycling back and forth through the whole thing when it works well and when it when you allow yourself to be impressed by it yeah uh you know because now it's perfectly functional it there's that's a package man there nice. there's a lot to that there you go but, Pretty rad. So yeah, that's that's Fallout
1: and uh, my opinion on weird Chip. There you go. Boom. So that's going to lead us into our topic of the day, our game that we played today that I saw play, that I've never seen played before. Never really, I mean, I'd heard of this franchise before, but it's never really heard about this game all that much. About and I'm what surprised, works. because you had a yeah. PS2 really early. Yeah, yeah. So, it's interesting. Um... Yeah, what did we play today, Haas? We played. We
0: played Red Faction Guerrilla. 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 Yeah, Red Faction Guerrilla. Yep. Um This yep. is um, a game that's from Volition Entertainment. It was published by THQ. Yes. Uh, this game came out in
1: two thousand and nine.
0: Yeah. Wow. That is. Uh, this is an older game. Uh, this is not necessarily as old as some of the other games that we talk about. Right. Um, but this is a game that's actually been on my mind a lot lately because we're never going to see an, another one being made by Volition, which is pretty sad. Oh, really? After the THQ sale, the properties didn't go with it unless you individually bought the property. Oh. Um, so the company that now owns Red Faction is the same company that owns uh, Darksiders and a couple of other uh, of their big top tier uh, properties, uh, but they don't own any of the developers. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, this is Red Factory Gorilla. Uh, I'll give you a little background uh, on the series. Okay. Uh, at the beginning of the PS2's lifespan, um, there were quite a few games that kind of happened all at once. Uh, that were uh, from THQ and Volition. Mm -hmm. One of those games was The Summoner. Okay. Um, If you don't remember The Summoner, if you've ever heard, you know, seen the dumb internet video of, where are the Cheetos? (laughs) The Cheetos, that's the the Summoner. And at that table there's like a dude from The Summoner and there's a dude from Red Faction sitting at the table and, uh, there's some other guys. Um, but yeah, right. and they also had a game called Red Faction come out. Okay. Red Faction at the time was one of the more expensive games ever created. The reason why was because the game used what they referred to as GeoMod technology. Okay. The idea behind GeoMod is stuff breaks. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> say you're playing a first-person shooter, <laughs> like a Red Faction, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, and you need a card key to get into a door. Right. You don't have a card key. Right. The walls rock. So you, you got a rocket launcher. <laughs> Shoot a hole. Shoot a hole through that. So. That's your card key. That's pretty all right.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so that entire game was built around the idea that you were uh basically freedom fighters on Mars. Uh, oh. You had been treated very poorly. Okay. Um forced to work in the mines and you were basically seeking your retribution. Okay. The cool thing uh uh the cool thing about that is that the uh uh, they throughout the series they have flipped back and forth between who's the good guys and who's the bad guys. Oh, interesting. because everyone kind of sucks.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, it's not a, uh, it, it's not it's not a, a shades of gray kind of thing. Just everybody's really dark black asshole. <laughs> there are three forces at
0: play in this universe. Yeah. Uh, there are the red faction. Okay. There were the freedom fighters, the the impoverished miners the indentured servants. Sure. From the first game. Sure. Who end up getting corrupted later. Oh, okay. And then they're good again.
1: And then they're good guys (laughs)
0: again. It gets complicated. All right, yeah. Um, But there's also uh, the EDF, which are uh, the... uh, That is basically the police. Okay. On Mars. And then you have the Ultor Corporation. Which is the big business a-holes, I assume. Well, and (laughs) to anyone who's played
1: the Saints Row franchise... Oh, They exist in the same universe. Do they? Are they going to have a... Oh, wow. That's interesting. They still own the name Ultor. Okay, Uh, So they can use Ultor as a corporation in Saints Row,
0: but they'll never be able to loop back around. Uh, Although, the ties to Red Faction... Are very deep in Saints Row the third because there was a movie being made in there called Gangsters in Space that took place on Mars. You were impoverished Russian miners. I mean, uh, uh, Mars, Mars miners, yeah, uh, and you know, trying to basically reclaim your freedom, and uh, so that was one of the sidelines. There was even a, uh, a no. DLC that was uh, Gangsters in Space themed as well. There you go.
1: Um, very funny, there's very your, cool. There's your wink-wink, nudge-nudge for it.
0: In yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I really enjoy that. So, uh, And they use the Ultor Corporation uh, across most of their games, which I, which I think is pretty great. That's pretty Um. So yeah, so Red Faction 1 came out on the PS2, uh, very renowned for its time of having... Uh, uh, some pretty interesting multiplayer because of the uh, the destructible environments, really hamstrung by the fact that it only had four players, you know mm-hmm. obviously split screen only that kind of thing because of the era. this game came out in i'm going to say April ish of two thousand one if you want to check, you can go ahead and do that I'll go ahead um, and it's do that. probably right around there All right. um. But that game was uh, pretty early in the PS2's lifespan. Very important from a technology perspective. Right. Uh, the PS2 had launched with uh, a lot of what people felt were like unrealized expectations. Uh, there weren't a lot of really good tools. Okay. Um, yeah. For the system, so a lot of the games actually looked inferior in a lot of the way, uh, in a lot of ways, to uh, right. uh, what was on the Dreamcast at the time, which was a vastly inferior system, but had great tools. Yeah, yeah. Um, because all the tools used to make games on the Dreamcast uh-huh. that they provided for you were all the no- uh, Naomi arcade board stuff. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that was tried and true, ten years old, super easy to make. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you were making games in months as opposed to years <laughs> yeah. in a lot of cases yeah. uh, if you were using the Sega tech. Right. Uh, right, it's why Sega just had that murderer's row of fucking games for that thing. It's like, yeah. do they have a million development
1: studios? No, they're all just making games really fast, really quick because of this simple system that they have. Uh, it came out in on May twenty first, two thousand one. Yes, how close? Very April close. was pretty April, fucking April close. April was pretty damn close for that. So there you go. I've got a weird mind for this yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, the game came out.
0: Uh, you know, fairly middling reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, it was one that was lauded for its tech more than anything. Um, the sequel to it, Red Faction 2. Considerably better game. Uh, right. This actually takes place in some of the cities uh, that are on Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, it has uh, a much more industrial setting as opposed to an underground mine yeah. setting for uh, for a lot of it. Uh, I would say it's an inferior game from, uh, from a gameplay perspective. It kind of... Turned down a lot of the geo mod okay. uh, for that game. They just had to,
1: yeah,
0: um, because the environments were so much bigger and everything. Sure. Um, so it's like, yeah, like you know, so instead of you being able to rip a whole wall out, it's more like, well, the windows break and <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, these yeah. bookcases fall over and uh. Was pretty cool. But right? there was still some moments of full geo mod in there. Um, but yeah, so that was uh much. Less wildly Received game Because you gotta think When Red Faction 1 Sold very well Because yeah. it was very early In the PS2's lifespan yeah. There was nothing else To fucking play mm-hmm. It's like well Unamisha came out In January Right And I haven't had a game Since January <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> So exactly. you bought that yeah. um, But this game Was much less uh, Positively received Especially reviews wise uh, it, if I had to guess, the Metacritic's probably somewhere around 65. It's, right. Uh, a middling game at best. Right. Um, some would say fair to poor. Fair um, to poor. But, yeah, so uh, Red Faction 2, that ended up getting ported around a little bit, and then it just kind of went silent for a while.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, after this point, that's when uh, the team at Volition went on to go make a little game called Saints Row. Right. Um, Saints Row came out. Um, within the first year um, of the Xbox 360's lifespan. I think it was, like, maybe early August of 06, so it was pre-Gears, You know, so people were still th- pretty thirsty for games to play. Sure. Uh, you know, one of the... You know, th- there were a lot of people who had a lot of issues with Saints Row 1. You know, it took itself a little bit seriously at times, but there was a lot of good humor in there. Mm. You could see they were on to something. Right, yeah. uh, So, after the big success of Saints Row 2...
1: Yeah. Um... Is that where they went complete balls-to-the-wall insane? Or That's something? where they went fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also
0: where they pulled in the Altor Corporation for the yeah. first time. Right. Um, so, uh, Saints Row 2. S- tell me this doesn't sound like a game that is just an easy cash-in that should
1: be a piece of shit. Yeah. Same city. Yeah, same city. No. Yeah, I gotcha. But, same city. But. <laughs> Most of the same characters. <laughs> yeah. Most of the same mission types. True. However, because... But it's the craziest <laughs> game! <laughs> because they just decided, let's do that game again, but f- have fucking ridiculous fun with it. Well, it, it feels like Saints Row 1 was a game that was tested to hell.
0: Right. And they were like, no, more like San Andreas. And they are like, we want to make like a slapstick goofy thing.
1: <laughs>
0: and then yeah. Saints Row 2, they just went back and said, no, this way! And... <laughs> I, I, you end up with Saints Row Two. That's a fucking yeah, insane it, video it, game. It,
1: it is the it there's
0: is. there's a part in that game where you blow up a series of meth
1: labs. Yeah,
0: and the building burns down, and for the rest of the game, half of the
1: city is blanketed <laughs> in smoke, fire, just, just blanketed completely. It's insane. it's awesome. It's madness and it's beautiful. And it's, yeah, it's at amazing. some point we need to do a Saints Row. So we should probably do a Saints actually. I think I would story. like to
0: do a series of videos. Yeah. On the franchise.
1: Oh, okay. That'd be all right. Uh, be maybe good. not do 4 because I don't really like 4. Okay. You don't really like 4? No. no. Is, it t- is it just, like, too self-aware? You don't really like the... Um, I
0: actually liked yeah. a lot of the comedy in 4.
1: Okay. Uh, some of my issues are just gameplay-wise. Okay. Like uh good you thing.
0: never get in a car in 4. Yeah, you never You're, in you're a car. basically a superhero and yeah. you can... Run at light speed and fly and all this shit. Yeah. And the thing I like about fucking Saints Row is like, if you give me a car in a game, I want to
1: drive it. Because <laughs> dude, it's a fucking car. Yeah. I mean, you can still get in cars and whatnot, but there's no reason to, right? Yeah, because you, you, yeah, you can. It's it's more of yeah. It's more of a problem than it is an advantage. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would I bother with it? Yeah. Like <laughs> when I
0: can basically fly, why would I do anything else? Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, So tying this back around, after Saints Row 2 is where Red Faction Guerrilla comes back in. Right. Um, Red Faction Guerrilla is one of the most interesting games I've ever played. Mm -hmm. So they bring back what they call GeoMod technology. GeoMod 2.0. Right. GeoMod 2.0 is one of the most uh, interesting tech demos you've ever seen. Yeah. And it's probably one of the things you can actually see that sounds like a pejorative about Red Faction Guerrilla. Sure. This game is... A big tech demo. Right. And that's... Yeah. But that's awesome! <laughs> you... Uh, but the tech is so fun! Yeah, it's cares? fucking perfect, too. Yeah. You start the game with a sledgehammer, yeah. and this sledgehammer will rip a building apart. Right, yeah. And it's fucking incredible. <laughs> you get satchel charges, rocket launchers, uh, yeah. phase cutters, all sorts of, like, yeah. ridiculous future weaponry. Right. Yeah. That is all designed around blowing buildings up. Yeah, there are whole, like most of the missions are about blowing up facilities. Yeah, and it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, it's it. Um, it looks great today. Yeah, it runs on that Saints Row technology. As soon as you pick up this game, the sprint button's the right button. Mm-hmm. The inventory button's the right button. Yeah, it's, it's all- everything <laughs> is
1: appropriate. It's yeah. it's
0: like a warm hug from an old
1: friend, man. <laughs> I love this game. Yeah. It's not like. It's not like those transitional fighting game things where all your shits different, Mm-mm. and they fucked with it. So yeah, no, I love the art design. Uh, I, I love. The Still art. looks great today. Yeah, color palette's great. Um, the the one thing we did for about uh, ten minutes when I came in was uh, try to blow up this one tower. You the mission was to blow up this one tower using one explosive barrel and three bullets. And yep. That's it. So you have a
0: pistol that has three bullets <laughs> in it and a barrel. So what we found is that if we threw the barrel (laughs) at the silo, it would eventually start cracking the cement. Yes. Because the problem was, if we just sat the barrel there, shot the barrel, it would blow out... Like half, half of the of cement, it. and it would make the structure unstable, but it wouldn't collapse in time. Yeah, uh, believe it or not, if you make a building unstable,
1: it will eventually it will collapse. Will eventually go. Okay. Yes, that's interesting.
0: Um, but it's it's all about getting a building critical for those things because you need it to collapse quickly. Right. Um. So yeah, like it's. It's a game of physics design. It's it's almost something like... Do you remember when Half-Life 2 came out and it was a physics toy? Oh, yeah. It was, yo, yeah. we got physics. Yeah, exactly. We, and we, we've got the gravity gun. Go have fun with that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and this, in the same way... It, it doesn't use yeah. a third-party middleware. They made this. Right. So even today, yeah. you've probably never seen anything like this. <laughs> as soon as I started breaking buildings with that sledgehammer, you
1: went, Yeah. Well,
0: this is the craziest fucking thing I've ever
1: seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it is. It is. It's great, yeah. And, you know, it's... I, I wasn't expecting it, because all you did was show me the sledgehammer. I assumed you were going to go find some dudes to, like, you know, knock across the, the map or something in some funny way, but you just started taking out this pipeline with just this sledgehammer, and it it, it was just something to behold. (laughs) Much in the same way that
0: all the bad guys in Soldier of Fortune Payback are like they're duct taped together. (laughs) Yes. It's like the entire world is made of papier-mâché. Yes. (laughs) And you... Our water, yeah, and you're just <laughs> and you're here to fucking destroy this paper shit. <laughs> you're the flooding the whole thing,
1: yeah, and it, it, it seems like a really fun game. Uh, absolutely, yeah, and the game does, and I'll 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 totally
0: fess up to this. The game has uh, you know quite a few drawbacks. Mm-hmm. I think the story's kind of bland. Yeah. I think it's actually uh, probably stronger in the second game than it is here. Right. Um, the nice thing is it doesn't take itself incredibly self serious. It knows it's a game that's about fun. Uh, Help me out.
1: Uh, Voice actor who's in everything. Uh, Oh, Nolan North. No, the other guy. Oh, uh, Tom, or um, uh, Troy Baker. Yeah, Troy Baker Troy is Baker. the uh, the yeah. main
0: character in this game. There you go. Uh, this is pre Troy Baker being and everything. Yeah, um, but it's a, I guess they got him for a two for one deal because he's the main voice here, and he's also the main voice in Saints Row the
1: Third. Yeah, that's right. Um, so there's another tie between universes. Yep, that's true. Um, and and there's a Nolan North uh, version for that as well, which I thought was great because the selection is Nolan North. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, Troy Baker, uh, he's the most voice acted guy in... And know. he does a decent job here. I mean, like, the,
0: everything about this game, like, that I would describe in the edges that's not the best parts of this game, they're all still serviceable and workmanlike. Right. You know, the game really only has about five mission types. You know, one of them is, go pick up this car and drive it back to this facility... Another one is be a gunman on a turret of this vehicle. Right. Another one is go blow up buildings. And those are the ones that you do first because they're the best. <laughs> yes, they're fabulous. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so I, there's, there's not necessarily a ton of depth here, but, you know, it's very low impact. Yeah. Um, it's a game that you can just casually play yeah. for long stretches of time and not necessarily realize the passage of time. Right. Um, you know, this is uh, the, the open world structure of Saints Row has, until Saints Row 4, pretty much always been, we'll have story missions, there's maybe 15 of those, but to work up to the point where you unlock the story missions... You do X amount of side missions. Right. This is that structure. Right, yeah. So it's all these diversions that are in the world, like the picking up cars and blowing up buildings and all that shit. These are the diversions that unlock the main story missions. Okay. This is Volition's structure. Nice. Um, This this is one of my favorite games of last generation. Uh, This is a game that you can pick up for like three dollars this is ridiculously cheap right um do not buy the pc version of this game oh really do not buy the pc version of saints row 2 Mm. those ports that were made of those games are awful really and even on the heaviest rigs barely run wow they're just broken huh um it's it's real sad. Just bad ports, like they just just poor. Yeah, yeah just, just poor bad. ports. Huh? And you know, it's one thing that it's it's really sad because you know Saints Row Two is probably my favorite Saints Row game. I think Saints Row Three is better in some ways. Yeah. Um. And I love this game so much. And on a really beefy PC, I feel like they would look so great. Yeah. But they just don't work. Yeah. yeah. So it's I guess you know you got to get a console version of it if you want to play it at all. Really. Right on. Um. Now, I'm sure if you're somebody who wants to download all kinds of mods and I'm sure there's a community for it, I'm sure somebody's gotten it to work fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, there's something to be said for going out paying 3 bucks for a disc throwing it in your Xbox or your PlayStation and it just works. Works fine. Um, but yeah, like you know, it, it sadly uh Gorilla is the only game of its type. Yeah. Um, because the follow-up to this uh Red Faction Armageddon uh, that was released in I think that was Probably Christmas of 2011. Nice. Um, Holiday 2011 ish. Okay. Um, This was, it was getting right around the time of the downfall of uh, THQ. Okay. Um, That game was very, very reduced in structure. It was not open world. Yeah. It was a level based first person shooter. Right. The team did what they could with the budget that they had, but THQ, they were like, you've got two games coming out soon Saints Row and this. Choose the one that gets the money. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and they threw all the money at Saints Row Third. and right. they did make a lot of good tech uh, for Red Faction Armageddon. That game has a magnet gun. Yeah. That magnet gun yeah. is incredible. Huh. It, you basically get the opportunity to shoot at an object as like an anchor point. Right. And then, and then another thing...
1: And they collide. So you'll have, like, two buildings slam into each other? (laughs) Or... When you said two things, I assumed, like, oh, a fire hydrant and a dude. No, you... Two buildings You can yeah. select a building As the yeah. thing That's pretty alright Yeah or like a A giant Propane Huge tank Yeah And a man <laughs> Boom And a man <laughs> Shoot Shoot the man And the barrel Shoot the man At the barrel At the barrel <laughs> And you're good Um yeah Like you know Fucking uh, Lock it onto a dude And
0: throw a car At him and shit Like that gun Is great That's fabulous Um I'll have to show you A little bit of Armageddon Sometime Like that game Uh Right. Uh, it game's a little bit sour in some ways, especially, like, it's a lot more serious and stuff. Sure. Uh, it, sure. it not being open world's definitely a bummer, because the open world in Gorilla is massive. Yeah. Just huge. It's huge. To drive from one end to the other is 15 minutes, 10 minutes? Wow.
1: There you go. It's a long time. Yeah. Especially uh, for you know, a game that's pre-GTA Five. you know? It's like, yeah. come on. What's GTA Five? It's like, what, 20 minutes to get from one to the other?
0: Maybe 25? Something like that?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty good, um, uh, but, but yeah, yeah it's uh, it's definitely
0: one of the franchises that I'm sad Volition will probably never get their hands on again. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, nobody ever thought that you know Tim Schaefer would ever get to touch Grim Fandango again. That's That true. happened. That happened. Um, you know, companies go out of business all the time, and rights go up for sale all the time, or companies just look to shed off
1: franchises
0: uh, right. at, at you know specific intervals. So um, it's true, and it. The company, I believe, that ended up with the rights, I believe that's Deep Silver. Okay. Um, what else have they done? No, Deep Silver's the ones that ended up with Saints Row. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the the company that ended up with uh, Darksiders and that, they're pretty much, unless they branched out since then, they were kind of just a holding company. They would buy okay. games and rights and just re-release them. Re-release them later. To, okay. you know, to get the money back out of them. Mm-hmm. Um You know, it's sort of like that Korean company, that Korean phone developer that bought all the E stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you want a copy of Bad Dudes, you're giving it to some shady (laughs) Korean phone developer. Some
1: shady (laughs) Korean company. There you go.
0: Ever tell you about when I tried to buy the rights to Bad Dudes? No. You tried to buy the rights to Bad Dudes? They were for sale. That's pretty great. That's pretty awesome. And I wanted to buy the rights to Bad Dudes. That's
1: pretty good. So that I could make a shirt. So you could just make a shirt of bad dudes that just says the president has been kidnapped <laughs> by ninjas. By ninjas. Are by you a bad enough dude to get him back? Yeah. I, I would use the President Ronnie version. Well, yeah, he loves he yeah. loves cheeseburgers. He loves cheeseburgers. Yeah, you know, there you go. Oh man, that'd, that'd be fantastic. So you wanted the rights just so you could do that? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you can still do something like that if you just make it parody. So I should make little sprites of us the ba- as the bad dudes, and then we can. <laughs> Make the t-shirt in. I want to hold my arm up and go, I'm bad! I'm bad! <laughs> oh, man. Bad dudes. Uh, there was another, uh, wasn't all the s licenses, weren't all those characters up for sale at some point? Or did they no, get- they
0: they were in a lot of financial trouble mm-hmm. um, before their acquisition, but okay. they ended up doing a, what all Japanese companies are doing at this point, a Merger, merger. And, yeah, merging. Yeah. Take an alien company with good franchises and merge it into a, a company that has. Uh, into Squeenix,
1: Namco, Bandai, <laughs> whatever. Tecmo Koei. Tecmo Koei. It's just be one giant. Bamco Namdai. There's <laughs> all these like logos and names just kind of stapled onto each other. God, I- I'm going to be really sad when Capcom goes out of business. It's going to be bad. I know. It's going to be like, oh man, that's like a staple. But you know it's happening. Like I heard all those rumors last
0: year that, you know, wow. I, I don't put a ton of stock in rumors, but, you know, yeah. given the fact that. You know Microsoft had worked so closely with Capcom on so many projects there for a while. Yeah. And it looked like Microsoft might try to buy them out, and then Capcom, you know, basically bought all their shares back and you know delisted themselves. And it seemed like this might happen, but I don't know. They're probably trying to sell themselves to the highest bidder, and Sony seems like they're in the same camp at this point. But Sony yeah. doesn't have any money.
1: Yeah, that's why Sony doesn't have any games. Yeah, they don't have any games going they right just, now. This- they don't have any money. <laughs> It, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. It it's gonna be interesting. I mean, it's, Sony sold off Sony Online Entertainment. Right. Yeah. When, if you're selling an entire arm of your company, yeah, I, you might be in financial s- something might be happening. Um, it, it's I don't know. It, it's interesting. Um, you know, because they were they were kind of they were kind of seen the PS4 was kind of seen as the uh the beast of the of the of the launches and everything it is and. But, I mean, you know, as in, like, oh, this is definitely going to do better than the Xbox One. And, and, it, and it still is. It it's still is. It's ahead. It, and is. And it is ahead, but it's just, like, there's no games. I, I just there's
0: feel no like... There's Yeah, I feel like you're continuing to close this door. You're, yeah. <laughs> that you had wide open of, we're going to sell all these units, we're going to be number one. And yeah. then, like, with no game supply, it's... <laughs> Slowly <laughs> easing shut
1: it's just some creepy
0: dude there like oh boy ken kutaragi the father of the playstation on the other side of that door going like but uh playstation you're like yeah i need video games i, I need some things
1: ken I, leave yeah. ken i've asked you nicely <laughs> please leave ken ken get out of here but the playstation please oh it's terrible Oh, bandit! Right, that's, that's the only time I'll say that. That's <laughs> nah, fine. Uh, it's, it's not racist. It's just making fun of how people talk. That's all. fair enough. Uh, anyway, but yeah, uh, that's gonna do it for this episode. I think. Uh, yeah. I had really good history about Red Faction there. That was really nice. Uh, I, I some I, games I'm a little bit more. I, I appreciate. <laughs> seasoned your, on. Yeah, I appreciate your <laughs> seasoned history on some of this stuff. And uh, and my good date making up and. <laughs> It was close. It was. It was pretty good. All right. May 20, 2001, my ass. (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Stay tuned for a full week of content uh, on our YouTube channel, because we got a lot coming up. Yeah,
0: guys, Uh, uh, you know, please subscribe, you know, let your friends know. I mean, just do whatever you can to try to get the word out. Like, we're kind of going, you know, both barrels blazing here to get for what's basically a two-man operation. Yeah, basically. Uh, As much content out as humanly possible. So, yeah, and if there's anything you want to see, you know, tweet at us. You know, it's uh, at VideoDestruct, or you can tweet at me, at Hoss underscore Buddy. Yeah, uh, you know, feel free to uh, you know to shout out at us and let us know what you want to see, what you want to hear about, what you want us yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Um. um
1: don't or, for- Don't forget to subscribe to our Twitch channel because we're gonna have the twenty four hour thing coming up. Soon. Oh God, yeah, that's yeah. that's Gut- gonna Gus happen. Gus and Haas are gonna be doing that, so yes. we forgot to plug that last week when uh, Gus was on but- hour nineteen. I'll be slowly <laughs> slitting my wrists. <laughs> I'll I'll probably be over a lot more for that one this time, so I should be okay with it. Um. And uh, you know, I'll keep. Keep things entertaining. Keep things uh, upbeat. You know, try and... (laughs) It got pretty depressing. (laughs) It got pretty depressing. (laughs) Get plenty of sleep this time, I think. No, I'm going to cannonball run to Washington, D.C. again. uh, Again? Yeah, Yeah, one year anniversary. Let's do this. (laughs) Why not? There we go. That's going to do it. Uh, For this episode of the Video Destruct Podcast, we'll see you next time. How you doing, girl? (laughs) You just had to get your petting in, didn't you? You nut! You're crazy! She is shaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaa! Yes she is shaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaa! She's all over, she? Can I get up? Can I get up please? No... No you cannot! I'm going tell you... I'm tell you... i tell you... I... Tell you. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh! There's, there's no... Oh. There's, there's no couch, there you dummy! <laughs> you're so silly! Okay, there you go! You're fat,
0: there you're lazy, you're a good girl.